Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. So as people wander into the Hubbard Radio building here in Phoenix, everybody is just enthralled. They are enraptured. Their attention is drawn to our two brand new vending machines. Yes, but it's not really the, the cause for celebration that no. some people would like you to believe. It's no. really more of a more of a, a passing, a morning that we should probably recognize. Well, listen, everybody's looking at this as uh, you know an exciting new opportunity for new snacks here right. at the radio station. But what this really is is the death. Of the honor system. Right. For those of you that don't know, our company, Hubbard Radio, which is a a great company to work for. We have the best facilities in the Valley. We have the best radio stations in the Valley, but that's beside the point. Um, And we've got a beautiful view of Camelback Mountain. Mm -hmm. This building was like a $15 million expenditure. And when we got here, we have a kitchen that would make Martha Stewart envy. Yeah. You know what I mean? She she would love this kitchen. Stainless steel appliances, the nicest of the niceness. I mean, it's a beautiful place. And they set out these beautiful trays of snacks. You had everything from the healthiness of granola and, you know, protein bars and all that stuff. And we had rice uh, rice crispy treats. They had all kinds I mean, of stuff. It went the entire spectrum. And all they asked is that if you ate a snack... Throw a little dollar in the in the little in the little key to pay for the sacks, but the, the, for them to be self sustaining. Yes, they essentially, were, they were price tags on all the trays, right? And they were reasonable, and yet somehow, in a three or four month period, this last time around, it's been a problem for a couple of years now. Yeah, we've been talking. We've talked about it on occasion. We were like five hundred bucks in the hole. Five hundred dollars. Think worth, about that for a second. Worth of. Rice Krispie treats. Yeah. That were pilfered. Snickers bars. Yeah. Funyuns. And, and sure, listen. Listen, the vending machines are nice, okay? Yes, we have Butterfingers now. Yes, we have Snickers. Yes, we have Skittles. We even have those cheese crackers that you damn well better have water with or you'll choke. Right. Sure, we have all that, but what we don't have is honor. Yeah. It was an absolute travesty to see them bring those machines in yesterday. Yeah. I shed a tear, not unlike the Native American on the side of the road, played by an Italian. Right. Who was say, just mad because you've been littering. He would be weeping hysterically out in our break room. Interestingly enough, what we just saw were, were two of the promotions yep. people that work for us come in, and they're now window shopping mm-hmm. at the snack machine. They're willing to pay 75 cents out yep. of the snack machine for a bag of Funyuns, which are neither fun nor onions. <laughs> and they wouldn't yep. have paid 50 cents for them when the honor system was no. in play here. So in terms I, I don't of, know. Yeah, in terms of snacks, we've lost our integrity. I would say so. That's not only happened. that, not only that, we also have the law of inverse snack proportions. Being, which is? Being the more brittle the snack, the higher up and potential for damage it is in the snack machine. For example... The lifesavers, which are fairly durable, mm-hmm. are on the bottom shelf of the snack machine. Sure. The Funyuns, which we have already decided are neither fun nor onion, right. but they are incredibly brittle, top shelf. Yeah. Now, there's an argument to be made that they need that space to put the bags of not-quite-onion rings up there on True. the top shelf. Yep. But we know that the effects of gravity will cause some shattering of the snack food, thereby just leaving you with a handful of dust. Very true. Had you had honor, this would never have happened. Exactly. But you have no honor. Now you have vending machines. We talked about this yesterday, and it's so weird. Thank you for the very appropriate music, because this is kind of where no man or no woman has gone before. Yeah. I mean, look, there's there's a long list of achievements that women have 
made over the past few decades, not the least of which have been able to be astronauts in space. I mean, it's, yeah. that in and of it's itself. It's very common now. Yeah, it's almost not noteworthy until you've got an astronaut in space who is a female who also happens to be a lesbian and a cyber criminal. Yeah, well, allegedly. Well, you know, the, the I deal- mean, the, the, the list of suspects is pretty short. <laughs> that is true. You just got to, well, we're going to go canvas the International Space Station, talk to some neighbors, that kind of thing. Yeah, people who may have known some victim here. Yeah, this, this, this American astronaut, this woman is on the International Space Station. She allegedly accessed the bank account of her estranged wife yeah. back, here, back here on Earth. Yeah, that, that is, is uh, really really good Wi-Fi. What do you suppose the ATM charges for that? Oh, very heavy. At yeah. least three fifty. Yeah, I would Actually, think so. Yeah, they're, they're in addition all... to what your your own institution charges. Yes, of course, they're yes. a little bit higher than a strip club. The strip uh, club yes, ATM like, fees are generally very yeah, high. Like the International like Space yeah. Station uh, ATM fees are just uh, they're exorbitant. Yeah, and the thing that sucks about that, there's no nudity on the International <laughs> Space Station, as far as we know. That we know of. Right. Um, so, you know, the I mean, she didn't really do a lot. She just accessed the bank account to check it out. But she was yeah, still pretty she impressive. was allegedly posing as the other one, right, as, the, yeah. as, as her wife. So yeah. um, and they are estranged. There's a custody battle going on. It's a mess. I'm going to need you to access my bank account. I'm sorry, I can't do that, Dave. Yeah, it's one of those deals. I'm afraid I can't let you do that. I mean, there's a lot of questions that come up, uh, most specifically. Uh, is she hot? Right, yes. Uh, and the answer uh, is not really. You know. It uh, looks a little like uh, Matt Damon. Uh, I mean, know. not that Matt Damon's not attractive. Taste. Yeah, I guess. No, my wife thinks Matt Damon's very attractive. Right, yeah. Now, here's the thing. I mean, how pissed off do you have to be to be like, if you do me wrong, I will chase you to the ends of the earth and beyond. And beyond. And beyond. I mean, this is, uh, again, if you're going to make your mark in history, when it's all said and done, and we're not naming her for because we're not, we didn't do the research to look up actually her name. Right. Uh, But you are the first cyber, international cyber criminal, space criminal. This woman is now a a pioneer. She's the Rosa Parks of inner space cyber criminality. Yes. Well, she's the first ever female lesbian astronaut criminal. Female lesbian astronaut criminal. She's a flack. Not to be confused with a chud. Chud. Cannibalistic, humanoid, underground dwellers. Chud. No. Yeah, there's no there's no, no. confusion there. She is a what female she is. lesbian astronaut criminal. Wait, what? No, seriously, it, it's a thing. And she is the one... Now, there's, there have been questions. She is on the International Space Station, and I'm sure at some point she was like, I'm sorry, Boris. I got a thing over here. I got to do this thing. And she, Boris was like, let me help you. She's like, nah, we're no Russian collusion. We don't have any Russian collusion here. That's not going to happen. Very true. Yeah. There was no Russian collusion in that situation. No interstellar collusion. None whatsoever. We have ZZ Top tickets. Although there are rumors she did take a meeting with Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> in and this he said it was a nothing taco. Let's get to the business of stupidity, and it is a very, very lucrative business, especially when you're telling tales of people who act the fool and otherwise. Calling it the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day is a smart move. At 736, here it comes. Yeah, and tomorrow, when we do the Friday dumbass of the day, the criminal is victimized by crime. Oh, no. Yeah. A twist. Today, we're sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com, and we got a local dumbass today. Oh, I like that. Sylvia. Hi, Sylvia. Yeah, Sylvia was out this past Friday night. Actually, I should say Saturday morning. It's about 10 after 1. Where does Sylvia live? Uh, I, you know what? She's a Phoenician, I believe. Ah. Yeah. 
All right. She's out driving north. This this particular evening, she was in Scottsdale. Okay. Heading north on Scottsdale Road. Now listen, when it's 10 after 1 on a Saturday night or a Friday night, um, there's a chance the person who's driving has had a few to drink. And, and Scottsdale Road is, for better or worse, a fairly well-patrolled area yeah. of Scottsdale. Well, that, that was certainly the case with Sylvia. She'd had a, a, a few, but the, the night of partying did not stop Sylvia from driving herself home. Because let's face it, there are so few options. What else could you do? Yeah, I know. You know? I, mean, I mean, gosh, there's no Ubers, there's, there's no, no Lyfts, there's no, no taxis, yeah, nothing. No. There's not even a bus that runs no. on Scottsdale nope. Road. No. Nope. Nope. All right. So what stopped Sylvia from driving home all the way, though, was not noticing the car pulled over on the right just after she passed through the McDowell Road intersection. I believe we're right near Zorba's adult shop, if I'm Ooh, not mistaken. Uh, look at that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Sylvia is a regular patron of Might said shop. Might have gotten her distracted. Maybe, maybe, I mean, yeah, yep. Well, that will happen. Yep. Shiny things, shiny plastic things. Yep. Shiny plastic things that go buzz in the night. Yep. And that caused Sylvia to rear-end the car that was pulled over. Pulled over. Despite oh, no. the fact that that car had all its lights on. Its front lights were on. Yep. Its rear lights were on. Yep. Was it blinkering lights on? You know, the flashing lights? It's red and blue flashing lights uh, on top of the car were oh. on. Yeah. All those lights were on. Uh-oh. Yep. Sylvia, in her drunken stupor, rear-ended a cop car that had made a traffic stop earlier. In That's fact, not good. The cop car that got hit lurched forward, and you know what that hit? Another cop Another car? Another cop car. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> That's a twofer is what that yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody was hurt. But uh, that one also had its red and blue flashing lights on. So wow, she missed two cop cars. That is bright. I'm guessing her blood alcohol level was slightly above the legal limit. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have her exact. Oh, wait, I do. A point one seven zero, so more than twice the legal limit. All right, well, that's good. If you're going to do something, yeah. do something full on. It caused her not to aim high in steering. Had she aimed high in steering, as they teach you, right. she probably would have seen those lights up ahead. Very good chance, yeah. Maybe the two-second rule may have been applied there, too. Exactly. Oh, well, and then. That's why Sylvia... Is the Mark and the Interpol dumbass of the day? I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Okay, here's the question. All right. Have you ever heard this stereotype? All right. Well, well I've heard a lot of stereotypes. Mark. Yeah. I've, no, I've been I've been around a lot of a lot of racial racist people. Hey, I, you know what? I'm Irish. I've heard stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. I hear a lot. You're Italian. Yeah. You know, there's there's stereotypes for everybody, but I had never heard this one until I saw this yesterday. It's one of these deals where somebody said something, and now they're on the big apology tour. Ah, uh, is a guy. This is what happens when you get caught. He's when you he, get caught saying something stupid. Well, for Lowe's Home Improvement, this guy was was doing a training video. He's like one of the top guys in Lowe's, and they were doing a training video talking about this new drill, which was really compact. Right. And he's talking about how great it is for contractors. And he goes, right. he goes, especially for Hispanics with small hands. This is perfect. Bad idea. That's a no. bad thing to say. I, I got to profess ignorance here. I've never heard that uh, as a stereotype. I mean, I, I don't think so either. I don't, let, I don't think I've ever heard that one. Let's before. face it. We all know, um, you know, that supposedly. Hispanic women are hot-blooded, right? Right, right. Our Asians are allegedly bad drivers. Right. Something like right. that. And, and, and by the way, we don't subscribe to any of this, but these are no, just, these are these just are, common. These are stereotypes yeah. that exist. And yeah. uh, I've never heard the Hispanic people have small hands. I know that Hispanic people are traditionally smaller people. I've heard that before. Okay. That they're not, that they tend not to not be very tall. Hmm. Unless they're women. 
All right. You know, I mean, I've, I, I mean, I've, I've never... heard those. I've heard those stereotypes. Again, I'm not subscribing. Yeah. I'm not trying to advocate or or acknowledge them as being valid in any way, shape, or form. I've never heard the small hands one. Never, not once. Yeah, that's that's a strange one. No, that's just that's. I, I, and oh, so hey. he so he got caught saying that. Yeah. And now has had to go on this, you know, uh, profuse apology tour to try and say, look, what I said was incorrect, and I'm sorry. Yeah. I hurt some feelings and all that stuff. To go well, we got it. we got a guy named Manny on the phone here. Right. Hang on, let's pick up with him, and I'm gonna. I'm going to stereotype here. I'm going to guess Manny is probably a Hispanic male. Well, okay, if we're going to go there, right. we might as well go all the way, Mark. <laughs> I mean, you know, let's create an environment that seems familiar to me. Right, right. All right, let's all right. fine. So, Manny, have you ever heard this stereotype that Hispanics have small hands? Uh, no. You've never heard that as a stereotype assigned to Hispanic people? No, no, I've, I've heard, you know, a lot of racist, you know, comments about, you know, about the Hispanics, uh, you know. I've never heard any of those, Manny, so we must travel in different circles. <laughs> yeah, you hang uh, out with a bunch of racists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. Um, so yeah, Manny's no. never heard it. All right, no, I, I guess I, I feel so bad. I, I mean, I know I was in class that day at Stereotype School. I was there. Right. Well, well, why didn't you pay attention? I was busy denying the existence of the mafia. Oh, okay. That was my that was my plan at the well, time. Well, I was I was probably drunk. Chances are, I'm Irish. drunk. Yep, very good chance. Yeah. So all right, all right. Hang on. I think we got a white woman. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> why? Why you do this to me, Dimmy? Uh, okay. Have you heard this stereotype? Small hands for Hispanics. Um. Yes, I have. What you have? When when did you hear it? And like in what context? Um, just friends. <laughs> oh, just talking, you're, just friends talking yeah, around talking. about the size of Hispanic hands? You're all this, hanging around practicing hand racism? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, all right, all right. Okay, yeah. so you, you actually have heard that. I have. All right, I, that's, see, hand racism, racism is just a... It's a scourge. Yeah. We have, you know, we, that's what ruined Hispanic hands across America. Yes, exactly. When they well, tried to do that. Well, they visited small towns all across America. So, that's, so that I, might explain everything. Everything yeah. looks great in, in relation, I guess. Yeah. I, I, do, I have never heard that before. No, nor have I. If, I if, if I'm completely naive, if Paul is completely naive, let us know. It's 480-470-KSLX. Or, or maybe we're just good people and don't travel in circles where people make that kind of a generalization. I stay away from hand racists. I do, I do too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can always tell the hand races because the hands are up in the air. In a, in a Hitler salute. We have it. They're chance. very easily identifiable. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. We've got Doug from Phoenix on the phone with us, and we're going to play time out for Spanish. Port of Subs has a $25 gift card for you, Doug. If you win, we'll give you a Spanish phrase, and then you've got to translate it with three English choices. You up for this? Yes, sir. I'm ready, man. All right, Doug, here comes your Spanish phrase. En los años 90, no había mojiva de ante. Tenías que aparecer en la puerta de una chica y realmente badear. Did you hear that? Um, yeah. Would you like to hear it again? <laughs> yeah, please. En los años 90, no había mojiva de ante. Tenías que aparecer en la puerta de una chica y realmente badear. All right, Doug, does that phrase translate into A? I always feel better when someone says something is normal for my age, but then I think dying will also be normal for my age at some point. B. Why do stores have Halloween decorations in August? I mean, this is ridiculous. Nobody wants to... Ooh, look, candy corn. 
Or C, in the 90s, there was no drooling emoji. You actually had to show up at a girl's door and drool. <laughs> okay. Which one is it? It's C. Yes, it is. <laughs> Very yes, good, Doug. Is. The voice of experience right. once yep. again speaks yep. up. Yep, Doug's just looking back at all those times he did that. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. All right, hang on, Doug. You're a winner of a Port of Subs gift card. Awesome. Thank you. By the way, Porta Subs just brought us some subs today. Hell yeah. Very nice. Yeah, just, just had me a nice little turkey on white with some mayo. Yeah, they got classic subs, lettuce wraps, hot subs. Yep. Cheryl, Cheryl subs. is the truth is what I'm saying. <laughs> Time out for Spanish. Weekday morning. We talked a little bit earlier about we found out Mick Jagger stayed at the Four Seasons Resort, which again... We only have two here. Right. That seems like a, a, a way of uh, yeah. false advertising. Two By seasons. way of false, yeah. Yeah, crappy and I agree. great. But yeah. um, one of the things he did, this was Tuesday night. He ate at a place called Spiga Cucina Italiana. We got the owner, Fernando, on with us. Nice, there was a nice picture online of Fernando and his wife uh, with Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger brought like a whole entourage over there the other night to eat. This was on Tuesday. Fernando, when did you find out on Tuesday that Mick Jagger was coming in? Um, well, he had actually a reservation on Sunday. Good thing. Sunday, was it was canceled because apparently he was a little bit tired and he wanted to stay in the resort. Um, then Tuesday afternoon, they made one around uh, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So on Sunday, when he canceled, be honest with us, Fernando, were you a little disappointed? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Is he the most famous person that's eaten your restaurant? Uh, here in Scottsdale, probably yes. Other probably had up in Toronto. Uh, we've had everybody, you know, musicians from Gary Underwood, uh, uh, Rod Stewart, uh, actors from Tom Selleck to Johnny Depp to Sean Penn. What are you, wow. big time in us? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. So, yeah, no, it's been good. I was going to ask you, if you, do you have a, oh, I used to work at the Hard Rock Cafe and we would have occasionally have celebrities come in. Do you actually have to right. have somebody stand by their table or close to their table to make sure people don't go and bother them? Yeah, we had uh, one of my managers and and uh, and another uh, employee, uh, one on one side down the uh, the hallway, and then the other one on the other side. Did any other customers try and go over to him? Oh yes, oh yes, quite a few. <laughs> see, that's that's you a tough deal is. right there, that, and that's why a lot of these guys don't want to go out in public because um, people just don't want to respect their private time. Fernando, we should mention your place. It's Spiga Cucina Italiana, which means what? Uh, well, basically, Spiga is the ear of the corn, then Cucina's kitchen, and then, so basically, in essence, it's, it's an Italian kitchen, Italian eatery, which I would even say. Just a last question I have for you, Fernando. Did Mick Jagger use a Groupon when he came into your restaurant? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, we're not a believer in that either, so, but, uh, no. Now, do no. you comp their meals no. when somebody famous comes in? No, we don't. No, we don't. Right. No, no. We, Some places you know, do. Yeah. Things. But on our part, we don't. It's uh, I've always done it that way, but we respect uh, the bills. So, it, it, you know, sometimes you get these guys coming in and you say, okay, you know what? That's going to be a great table. But you can't charge them anything more than what's there stipulated on the wine list or on the, on a, on, a, on a menu, food menu as well. That's what they, whatever they have is whatever you charge them. Okay, Fernando, how many other people were with them? And do you mind telling us what the whole tab was? Uh, there was another five people. Uh, there were five, actually five in total, one including him. And then uh, we had uh, there was another two table with with bodyguards and so forth. And I think he was his bill was probably around seven seven hundred and fifty bucks. Woo! 
Nice. All right. A healthy night's work. Mm. Nice stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Fernando. Yeah, I mean, awesome 20, stuff. 20% on that is 150 bucks in a tip. I was, okay, I was if just going to... If he tips the 20... Yeah, if he tips I was 20%. just going to do that. I was just going <clears> to <throat> add it up. Yeah, if you tip um, 20%, which is where you really should go. I know everybody says, well, 15 18%. Yeah. 20%. Yep. Always 20 You start at 20%, then you can either go up or go down if you want to. But let's face it, these people are making like two and a half bucks an hour. Well, we talked to Fernando off the air just for a minute before we went on. He said his, his most experienced waiter was the guy who got to serve, you know, wait on the table with Mick Jagger. Right. He's the guy who's been with him since the start. So seniority has its privileges. I would assume so, but I'm sure everybody sort of, you know, beats the hell out of each other. Trying, oh, I want to wait on him. I want to wait on him. That's when you get the best service ever if you're yeah. somebody like Mick Jagger. So. Uh, yeah. It's like, I'll bus it. Can I bus? Yeah. You have a bus boy? I, mean, I wonder if they had to, like, make sure that the forks and the utensils and the glasses, all that stuff was rounded up yeah. so that people didn't, like, say, hey, I have the glass that Mick Jagger yeah. drank out of. Here's the way to get fired. Lean in for a selfie while you're grabbing the glasses off the table. Yeah, no, good. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better... You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.